What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome kind of back, not back, who knows, but to the Gen V series review. Obviously, they're... Blah, blah, blah. They're releasing episodes every week. So it's not a series review, but you get my drift that we will be here every week talking about Gen V. And I say returning because, you know, it's kind of us, you know, coming back to the boys. You can go back. I should have put them in the feed. Bad Travis, but there's lots of stuff in the feed, but you can go back and find them. Uh, I reviewed Boys Season 1, and then me and Taylor did Season 2, and then I think Jessica joined us for some of Season 3. So we have talked about all the seasons. We're big fans of it over here to give you a little general overlook, and we're excited by this show. And yeah, we're going to be reviewing this every week. It's all going to be kind of sporadic, because I didn't even talk about Taylor. I wonder if there's some Thursdays where me and him could do Loki and the boys in one shot, if it depends when it releases. But what I'll say is, the and I'm going to keep calling it the boys. I've called it the boys the whole week. So pardon my slippage and stuff, but first of all, I'm the Dick Rider, Travis Snell, and I'm joined by Mocha Noir, Taylor Field. Yeah, so over whenever it releases on the Friday, there'll be a whole the, within whether it's the Friday morning, Saturday, Sunday, there'll be a whole kind of slew of some different times in there. But at some point in the weekend, you'll get a review for Gen V. There's eight episodes. They released three today, and we're going to be talking about those. So every week we'll be back. So if you like the boys, go check out what we've talked about before. And if you like what we do here, you have we'll head over down below everything you need to know. But yeah, we'll be here every week talking about this. You can support us on Patreon. Soon our extra live streams coming up. We'll start announcing events. There's going to be some fun ones there. Uh, there will be an after nine next weekend, next Saturday. Taylor, are you going to be joining for that one, the afternoon one? Is that one you're going to be here for it's, this time? Sorry, when is it? Next week? It's an after, next Saturday. It's on the calendar, big boy. It's a it's an afternoon one. I think I'm... <laughs> Good. Wait, wait, wait. Next Saturday, the... The 7th. The 7th. Before we go to oh, the maze. Before we go to the maze. Oh, yeah. okay. Then I think I can, like, sneak <laughs> my way in there. Man's looking at the counter thanks, constantly. It's Thanksgiving weekend already, so you're... you're 
just shelling us out. Well, well, I just want because the, the problem was when I was looking at the schedule, October is very busy because we got this show dropping. We got Loki coming out. Ahsoka's finishing up. We got a couple Halloween reviews. We got the retros. We got our Patreon exclusive content. So that's where it's like the it's kind of the and at the extra life. We know how busy we get those last two weeks of extra life, like prepping and planning everything. So really, it's like that Friday was really like that Saturday was like only the one that works. So we're going to do there. Um, yeah, I think that'll be lots of fun. So look out for that. And uh, Taylor, where can they find us on social media when we're dropping all this goodness? Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us here at Connection in the search bar. Geekverse.ca is our home base. Geekverse cast is our Twitter and Geekverse is our Facebook. There you go. So let's talk about this as usual. If you are new to the cast, we will do a non-spoilers portion. So with this thing, look at the example, three episodes. Ah, you've only watched one and watched two. You don't know if you can watch them all. We're just going to give you our brief overall th- overall thoughts of the series. Anything we talk about spoiler in the non-spoilers will be stuff that was in the marketing. So nothing you got to worry about there. Might be some overall general, hey, this character is good. Yeah, da, 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 da. But uh, yeah, we will start off with Mr. Field. What do you think? Because it's been a couple was it last yeah i guess it's been two years now since we got the boys this was announced and you know i think we were both excited as far as this is kind of you know they don't maybe they've said this but it definitely feels like it's their version of the x-men right it's a bunch of kids learning to hopeful the ideas these kids want to of course learn find their way in the world but majority of the characters want to be in the seven right they want to grow up they want to learn they want to rank we learn about that um and then we also, this is a non-spoiler thing, this takes place after season three, so it is in a current time spectrum, and it does show some things. So what do you think of these first three episodes? Are you enjoying as much of the boys? Is something lacking without those characters? Um, where are you? Well, I, I'm liking this more than I thought I would. Being a mm-hmm. spinoff and all, I wasn't sure we are going to get, like, something like a fear the walking dead to walking dead kind of a situation or beyond mm. the walking dead kind of a setup but i honestly have to say that this show has made it that i can connect with some of these characters not in a, a connect way like i understand what they're going through but a connect way and how they're written and how engaging they are as a character and so i'm able to be roped into their problems and their their dilemmas and whatnot as they're kind of going through all these tribulations and so i'm really enjoying that so far and the storyline has definitely just pulled me in as well it's just got that classic like oh you know Vought's just being Vought about Mm. things and I'm enjoying that Uh, they do a good job tackling real world issues that youth have to deal with in, in today's age and it really does suck to see how these problems have just become so prominent and they have to be dealt with. But it's interesting how they harnessed these uh, these issues and made them, I don't want to say because I don't want it to be a spoiler. Um, I, I would say they masked them with powers. The same way, like, I don't care what yeah. people, you can get worked up, whatever you want to feel about it. And people go, oh, I don't understand, he's not the villain. Whatever you want to feel, they've clearly made Homelander like a Donald Trump-like character, right? Especially in season three, that was very big. Whatever you feel about Make America Great Again, that whole divide. The same way they use Homelander as an allegory for politics, I say they use the powers for an allegory for the way people are struggling in certain aspects of their life and like what youth has to go through. So I feel like it's kind of, it's very similar to in a good way, what X-Men did where X-Men back in the day was an allegory for racism. And then it was allegory for, uh, for sexual orientation where it's like, okay, it's about their powers, but really it's about, you know, what if a group of people were gay and they're cast out? That's the X-Men, right? Except instead of them being gay, oh, they're superpowers, they're freaks, they're monsters when they shouldn't be. And I feel like this show's doing that same thing with more, current issues and even though the racist and sexual orientation thing can still be current issues unfortunately but just more i think relevant to probably this this decade and this century mm-hmm. of like specific like social media things you know yeah no that's exactly it and uh it's going to be interesting to see how these episodes carry forward and what this narrative is going to be as we mm-hmm. kind of progress forwards but so far i'm really engaged with the characters i think the main character I can't remember her name. I should I should really, really know. I'll pull the IMDb. It's um, only been one day. Come on. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I think she's great. I really, really, I think they call her like uh, Black Starlight. I don't think that's a spoiler. But <laughs> the name was dropped. Um, she doesn't really have a superhero name. Like, and they were toying around not with yet, that. No. But, uh, yeah, Marie, her name was. Marie. Marie yes, thank yeah. you. Oh, Marie Mar- Marlowe or? Marie Moreau. 
Moreau, Mar- right? That's, that's M R or M O R E A U, Marie right. Moreau. So yeah, so again, the the show. The show is good. I think it, it has many things that are pulled right from the boys and you're familiar with, and it does a great job at not being like its own thing. And it's not pulling cheap plugs and uh, just taking advantage of like, hey, this already established universe of the boys, we're just going to be riding that train hype mm-hmm. and just building off of that. No, they're building off of it, but they're using it in a great world-building aesthetic. So you're getting a great dose of new and old and it, the old stuff is just complementing the new stuff as they're going forwards. And so I like that. Um, but yeah. Cause I think that was people's worries a lot when they're, and we'll have to see, but they're like, Oh, events of this season will play out in the boys. That one's everyone's not everyone's, but a lot of people's worry of, okay, you're kind of supposed to be spoofing Marvel and DC, but if you're doing that, you're kind of becoming Marvel and DC if you're doing the whole, well, you got to watch Gen V to find out. And I hope that's not the case. They haven't shown anything yet that, to me, makes it that you're going to have to watch those. There's definitely connections, and at least three characters from the boys that are in this already. Four, if you want to count some cameos, like a minor spoiler. Like, the Deep is in this, but he's just, like, on a TV screen reading something. It's not like he's interacting with our characters, but it doesn't feel like it's out of the world. I do hope that they stay in their lane, because I agree that I don't think they should make it that... You have to, like, let's say if one of these characters end up in the seven and, like, well, if you don't know their story, you got to go watch this whole show. I hope they don't do that because then they start to become the thing they're kind of parroting, right? Then they are just becoming a cinematic universe or a TV universe, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. So for me, yeah, I I think I liked it more as it went on. I liked episode one, but I wasn't like in love with it. And I think one of my issues I had that I think what you brought up, I'm really enjoying the characters and I'm enjoying the struggles they're showing with these characters. I was less intrigued with the whole what's this big secret happening. And I think they rushed to it really fast. You know, with episode one of the boys, it's kind of was like the world. And then the very last minute was like, oh, Homelander takes out that plane, right? And you're like, what the fuck's going on? But the whole episode was kind of, of course, messed up things happening, but it was setting you up all the pieces going on. This, like, I feel midway was already, there's a conspiracy and something's going on. And I was kind of thrown off guard by that. And I almost think that they could have take their time a little bit because they got eight episodes and these are full hour episodes they're not like the disney plus one so i thought it was like the that stuff was a little bit rushed but i think it's gone a little bit better and maybe i won't feel that way once we get all eight episodes so and i'm i'm interested to see what this whole conspiracy is again i just don't know if it was needed right away i would have liked more times because even with our characters like you think about starlight right like of course the, the really bad thing happens with the deep episode one but for a while it's like her slowly realizing the seven's not what it seems to be and it's awful where this is almost right away we meet a main character and it's minor spoilers but it's just like right away the school's bad like you know Mm -hmm. like there's no sugarcoating pretty much i'd say you get like 25 30 minutes so i don't know how i feel i think they could have waited a bit because i i'm with you i like all the characters so far again if they want to introduce them to the main show great but i don't think they need to and i think that's the biggest thing like the boys whether it's the good guys or bad guys and a lot of these actors actresses i've never seen before like you have your clancy browns and all but the main cast i haven't seen many of them in anything. And if they have, it's been in a passing thing. I like them all. I think my favorite character right now is, uh, oh, come on, IMDb. Uh, it's Emma, the character that can shrink. I really like her. I like the struggle she's going through right now. I like these aspects she has going on with her mom. But I think it, I think it hits on... If you like the boys, you're going to like the show. I think it has everything there. And I think it has even more so that those allegories for real life and it is more the youth where the boys is more political but um yeah i i it has the really outrageous things like not a big spoiler but in episode one there's a sex scene that's just like again classic boys were like man this is just fucking crazy and it's done so well it has the gore within the first 10 minutes there's a lot of gore like it checks all the boxes it does feel different but it still feels like it is in that universe but i still don't think it feels different enough where it's like oh this feels like it just feels more of the boys but i like the boys and like what they're doing i like these characters i'm interested to see what the mystery is but um i'm not like like i'm not dying to find out what it is yet i'm still just more focused on the characters i was liking the aspect again more of this idea of uh, a ranking system and them plucking people for reality shows and all this stuff. like i'm more interested in just them being 
in the school. So that's why, again, I kind of wish that they held off. But like I said, I, I, we haven't seen the next five episodes, so maybe you have to. Um, yeah, I again, I can't recommend it enough. I, I enjoy it. I don't think this one as yet is like, oh, it's one of the best three episodes ever. No, but I'm just having a really good time with it so far. And it, it kept me engaged the whole time. It made me laugh. So that's that's all you can ask for with the boys. So anything else non-spoilers? I don't think so. All right, let's take our first break. If you haven't seen all three episodes, get out of here. Come back in a bit or come back after you watch the episodes and they'll all be here. So we'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So, yeah, let's start with our main character because that's the opening there with uh, Marie. Very, very interesting kind of dynamic here. It reminds me, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say this is comparable to Carrie, but it is in a similar situation where, you know, everybody knows how the world works, how women work or however, you know, how these type of organs work, whatever you want to go. Um, we meet uh, Marie when she's a young kid with her mom and dad, sister. They seem like a great family, laughing, having a good time. She's getting stomach cramps. She has to go to the washroom, and she's getting her first period. Now, this is where it reminded me of Carrie, where the first time it, like, happens to Carrie. Have you ever seen Carrie, the Stephen King one, with, like, the blood and everything? Oh, I think I saw it's the like, remake. But oh, I, no. No. Go back and watch seen the original. this Halloween. Go watch the original, man. Sissy Space is great. But the same way if, like, when she has her first period, it's in the locker room because of religion. She doesn't know what it is. And a bunch of girls tease her, right? So, like, her this first thing of, like, it's a sign of, you know, what people say, like, becoming a woman from becoming a girl to a woman is kind of ruined. Not It's not the exact scenario. I think this is actually a worse scenario where this happens and her power is she can control blood, but it's very much like X-Men where at the beginning these mutants do not know how to control or these, you know, soups don't know how to control their powers. So she gets this blood and just kind of out of reaction, she's freaking out. Her mom busts in because she's worried about her daughter, uh, shoots this blood, which pretty much just turns into a blade at her mom, slits her throat. Uh, her dad comes to check. Out of emotion, she screams. And then all this blood that's on the floor because she screams just this is like a shock wave 
breaks the dad's head to his bones are sticking out. And then unfortunately her sister comes and sees all this. And that's our main character's origin is that she killed her family with her period blood. And that's where it's just Except like her sister, her sister's alive. Yeah. Right. You're right. The sister, that's a plot point. Yeah. So sorry about that. But yeah, that again, talk about a first thing into becoming like evolution as a person, just completely kind of ruined and you almost feel like anytime she would be having those times of the month she would associate that with her family like just a awful awful uh origin uh well done in a dark way but awful for our character yeah and it it's interesting because you have to remind yourself too like okay this is uh the consequences of the parents the parents opted to do this to their children again you don't know what True. this power yeah. is going to be but the parents sold they sold out to Vought in the yes. end, and it's a shame because the kids paid the price, and mm -hmm. the, the kids didn't have a say in in this experimental super soup, whatever whatever it was called. Not Temp V. That was what. Uh, uh, why am I forgetting his was name? Was it not Temp V? Temp V was the the temporary like super drug, right? Oh this, right. The other stuff was something else that was permanent. But um, was it not? Oh, no, because Gen V. What? Because it was it was. In Call of Duty, remember? Or no, that was the Tem V, right? That was whatever, Tem v, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, it was that's the verse where it's not X Men where they are born with this, they were given this. And I I kind of not forget that, but I remember and some character does bring that up of like, well, your parents kinda had it coming in a sense, which I don't know if I go that far, but yeah, it wasn't their fault. So Yeah. But uh I th I think overall it's like she's risen to becoming one of my more favorite characters so far, just because she has no sense of navigation on all this like she's just she's riding up everyone's just lifting her up and she's just riding it riding it riding it and she's she's just embracing it and you really see that stem out when i can't remember the other hero's name but they were the one that was fighting uh i oh my god i need to pull up the imdb i'm just drawing a blank it, is it the what is it the they that they switch back and forth yes they, jordan is their name jordan. it's jordan lee yeah both when when they're the male and the female or if they're just the they they're jordan yeah right so when jordan was pitching to marie that they wanted hey come tell the truth on that show when you're being interviewed and marie agreed to it but then changed her mind at backtread that's where i think okay this is where you really see her true colors and not that she's a villain but just that she's willing to ride this and go up and up and up and that riding it bit her in the butt because she got fucked over when they went to the club right that was really not gonna end well and i feel like that was probably a foreshadow we could see that happen in the future somehow well no that's that happened after though jordan talking to her because remember jordan won the credit in the fight no, it did when... it did and that that's true but I'm, what i'm saying is i think that in the club that is a good example of how she's just going along with the flow because she wants to be up and up and up and like oh mm -hmm. yeah like the right thing to do is to get in good with these people because these emma are like did the, kind of talk her into it as well too right oh absolutely she got the invite, so, but then yeah. you could even exchange that for other members of Vought that are just trying to like egg her on mm -hmm. and put her in this position. I feel like that's going to bite her in the butt later on as a, I think it's a foreshadow. It could be. I think the only thing is though, that they already are starting to re reveal to her that there's this thing called the woods and we'll get in that, but like, was the woods or the forest? I think it was the woods, right? It was the woods, but even she was disregarding it, right? She didn't want anything. And now that's going to change because now Emma is involved yeah. with the woods. That's what I mean where it, again that's what I was saying with the Starlight comparison. It took Starlight a while to really get on board to be like, "Hey, we got to take down, you know, the not the boys take down uh the seven but even in like season two and three when she was with them it was like undercover. So that's where I think she might be kind of undercover. I just feel like she's getting she's getting exposed to Vought being really Vought and the school being really bad a lot earlier. So I think that could change. Um, but we'll see. It, it could happen. That could be a moment. And I, I didn't take it as a villain thing. Cause I found it very, she wanted to take the class where she could start to train and become a crime fighter. And Jordan didn't let her. And then later on when Jordan's like, Oh, mention that I'm in the story, even though it's kind of truth. It was, I was completely on Marie's side. Like you tried to fuck me over. Like the very first time we met, like, I'm not going to help you out. And she didn't help her out. So I was kind of fine with that because it's just like, yeah, like what, what, what does she owe them? They, they were just complete assholes to her, you know? That's so, true. Yeah. so that's how it's fine. Again, there's other heroes still there, but she took the credit, but that's just the, the also you could say she took the credit, but at the same time, it's like, that was the script they gave her, right? So she's not wanting to step on any toes. She made like she saved someone's life. And that's the thing with Vaught and the boys, that dynamic where they almost even the boys with Butcher sometimes voice like like 
force you to be the villain because she saved someone's life and how'd she get you know rewarded uh they were gonna expel her for that right so it's almost like if you do the right thing that's not the way to go so i'm gonna do the wrong thing so it's like she kind of has to do this right she just has to do the vault game if she wants to even stick around so that's true and just like we'll talk about him later but clancy just totally sold that scene <laughs> he's, he's so, so good, good. <laughs> i was so that's right talk about things moving too fast i was uber disappointed that they killed him off right away we can talk, let's talk about clancy now because he's only in episode one and yeah they it seems like he was one of the main head honchos to this woods thing and i would like to see him interact with more characters clancy brown like he said that scene was great he's just like just such he's just doing it in such like a nice way of expelling her like you almost just want to believe him that it's the right thing like oh you land on her feet and it's fine and uh you probably wouldn't have been a part of the seven because you got like a weird power like your power's not really marketable it's kind of gross and stuff like but he's like saying it not in a jerk way just very you know matter of fact but with almost like a some heart in there clancy brown just one of the best i'm just happy he's just like these past couple years he's popping this gv stuff i can't wait for him to be in the penguin show but i was i was so bummed when he just got fucking exploded i want to see that dynamic that's why i feel like the episode one stuff that happened i kind of wish that happened in episode three again we'll have to see the rest of the season plays up but like i could have used more with what was his name was a bright boy or what was the hell his superhero name was mm, golden boy it, oh it's golden it? boy yeah oh that's patrick schwarzenegger i didn't even know that's arnold's kid wow i didn't no even know kidding. that so there you go. I like I could have used a bit more with Golden Boy. It looks like we might get some flashbacks with him, so fine. Same thing maybe with Clancy we will. So it was a shocking ending. I just didn't know if we needed to be shocked right now. I was in to meet more of these characters and be with them for a bit. But yeah, he just and maybe that's where and I'll get to you. I just don't know what Golden Boy's plan really was, especially because I find it odd that he's mad, obviously his brother's locked up, and I think he was just mad, so he like killed Clancy Brown. But it's like the second he dies, like you said, even Marie, maybe she's the last hold on. But Emma, who's not even that much friends with uh, who are these other characters? Because there's like a rogue, like there's uh, there's Kat, there's there's Jordan, there's Kate, and then there's Andre. These are all the other. This was like the eight tier like jock group of the school. And like right when he dies, they're all like almost all of them turn and be like, yeah, something's up with the school. and We got to take it down. So it's just I guess for me, I wish there was a bit more of a struggle because it almost feels like he died for nothing. It's like he could have just talked to his friends and they would have <laughs> they would have turned because they just they've all turned against Vought very, very quickly. Even like I said, Emma, who was not friends with them, just said, yeah, I'll turn small and go break in this facility for you. Like they're really throwing away everything. So but you, you can I, see you know. the circumstance, too. Right. And the like Vod has not been great you can see with marie yes. she's just being trotted along by the dean and she's not impressed with that after being op opening up to the dean you can see emma going through her tribulations because she's just i mean she they all know that they were injected with whatever that that Vought name was that super juice and obviously emma has no sympathy towards her mom she just lays her it roasts her fucking hard at that gala which is crazy and then you have um, Andre, who's not very fond of his dad, Paul Polyamity or whatever. What was his dad's superhero name? Oh God, I don't know. Uh, something. Po rather. Polarity. Like, polarity. Polarity. Yeah. So like all of them are just—they're really not happy with the situation. Even like Kate, when fuck, could you imagine like her first powers kicking in? She's like, go and never come back. Like to her little brother. Like Jesus. Christ. Christ, oh, that's horrible. And then her mom and dad will never touch her again, or like look at look at her ever again. So they have so many negative memories attached to their superpowers, and that stems from Vought primarily. So it, I don't blame them for having such disdain towards acting out against Vought, especially when they learn that oh man, this this guy Sam was supposed to be killed was actually just kept in this underground bunker under the school mm -hmm. the whole time. Plus they're seeing these Vought soldiers kill innocent janitors and, and other stuff like just absolutely bonkers. So two things, compound V is what they were given as That's children. It, yeah. yeah. And the, I'm very interested with, I think it's K or cat. I don't know. It's C A T E. I always, cause I feel like that's cat, but I feel like, I, that people cool. can say Kate, right? I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just go with Kate. I'm very confused by that character, and that's where I'm wondering as well. Because the in episode two, when she's having those flashbacks with like uh, uh, Golden Boy, those are real, right? Like those are things that happened. They're not like in her like mind, when, right? 
flashbacks like when golden boys like in his room crying because his brother yeah died. and they had to yeah really that's real <laughs> so it's odd i feel that she's acting like she doesn't know sam would be you know even locked up or like i guess were they just insinuating that he was killed and that's what she thought as well that he was killed yeah because everyone thought that he died right and that would okay. have been that facility explosion where the boys went to right and all that yeah because you wild. see the penis monster again. yeah 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 so okay fair enough i was just wondering at first as like she seems to know a lot about them being shady but i guess they were just proposing again that sam was off kilter and that's what happened so that's fine but yeah they're seeing lots of stuff so yeah i i guess it's i guess you can say it's because of his death like would he have if he didn't die, would they have bleed him as fast? Maybe not. I just feel like they turned over really quickly in these first three episodes where, again, I don't care. I'll compare. Like, even members of the seven, it took a while for some. Like, the deep, it took fucking three seasons for him to do anything like against Homelander, right? Where these characters, again, they're younger. So I guess that's also the pitch. They're younger. They're in school. And like you said, Vaught is like doesn't have things together we did get confirmed like we saw they're flipping through the news and there's talks of homelander being on trial so that's the most we got of him right now i don't know what's going on i don't think we'll see him but it does show that you know people like things aren't all crispy crispy cream donuts you know they're not great because like you have homelander the, the captain america of the seven who could be on trial for kill killing an innocent person so i don't know what that good like i just would love to see that but i don't know what good is going to come out of that like he's really is he really going to go on trial like because he killed that guy i don't know it depends if he wants to save his image but i it's so funny i wanted dexter didn't happen wanted in you we're gonna get the fucking trial on the boys you know it's gonna be a whole what, season I guess the image is a factor, but you're dealing with a guy that was like, you know what, go on, leak that plane video. I don't give a shit anymore, mm -hmm. right? So I just, I think what you could happen is, and this is where they like to parody things. I think you could do a similar trial the way they did in BVS for Superman. And you know how Lex uh, bombed it to make it look like it was Superman? Where this time it won't actually be like a framing, it will actually just be Homelander killing people. Because I think they oh, still, because at the end of the day, if like, he killed them and then all those people cheered right but still you have you can't just now kill innocent people so i feel like they're gonna at least try to say he was provoked or the guy did something so i think they might try an episode of a trial but it'll go terribly terribly wrong you know it's not gonna go it's not gonna go good for them but yeah that's what's happening so yeah the circumstances around the world not so great and again when we talk about certain day issues as far as each episode has like a suicide warning you have that a little bit with marie not even suicidal but she's a cutter she likes to cut herself she of course says that's to get her powers but we see multiple times that's not it uh emma's power is literally just it is a you know algamation or not not algamation allegory for eating disorder because they're playing this up which is very interesting i did not think this was going to be the route we'll talk about the sex scene in a bit but we get revealed how she shrinks as she has to throw up a bunch to get small and then how she gets back to normal size or big she has to eat so i am just very curious one is there going to be an episode where they try and do like a giant man thing where she eats a lot just to get like really big i don't know but um that's like and again like they're trying to say oh it's just because the power she says just because of power but some people think oh no it's also because like a a body thing and you have multiple characters wanting to use that as like her story and reality show and exploit that and then um gosh i feel like there's another one. Oh, obviously with jordan right that's like i don't again this is where it kind of reminds me of people with comic books when they say they don't want political stuff if you're watching this show and you go oh, i don't want politics and everything which i don't think that is but like that character there's no hiding it like that's like an allegory for a trans character it's literally a character that transformed between a man and a woman at any at any point, you know, like literally, like like she's getting pounded by some dude, and then five seconds later she turns into the male Jordan, you know. So it's like that's literally an allegory for when she's there with her parents, and or he's there, and she turn he turns into her she, she, and the parents are like, oh, why don't you just go back to being, you know, you were born a you were born a boy, you've always been a boy, like just be a boy, like they're trying, like the both parents nicely just being like, just don't choose not to be that, right? Like choose not. To to be gay so multiple characters powers are that's why I like it's very explanation that's the stuff I like that it is allegories for all these real world current issues that are stuff that's today or stuff that's decades old you know they have another power for Jordan as well because on top of the changing back and forth they also have the ability it looked like supersonic when they were, they were fighting golden boy and they were able to like withstand mm -hmm. all those hits from yeah him too because golden boy was just fucking fishing it out and like fire ability too so 
Yeah, they were they were withstanding that, and it looked like they had some kind of like plasma like energy to attack or punch or supersonic thing. I don't know, but so there's definitely a little bit more to that power there. Um, oh yeah, and... there's there's more stuff there, and I I also was wondering, do they have the powers all the time, or does like the male set and the female set have different powers? Like, is mm. that would that be a reason to switch back and forth? Which I think would be really cool. And also, just from a whatever perspective, I really like it from just you have two actors doing this different role. I think that's really fun because you get to see this different side, they different mesh scenarios very well. Like, yeah, it's, it's really incredible. It's really good. So I'm 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 digging that character. They're kind of an asshole right now, but you kind of see already why they're an asshole. Shitty parents who have just like. They don't really look like they have much interest in their child other than to be a pop like a popular superhero or to get them notoriety because they're at this party and they're trying Jordan's trying to talk to them, but they just feel like they're like, Oh, meet this person and meet this person and don't really feel like there's much love uh for their child there. Yeah. And they're rank five, so yeah, they're rank five. That's pretty good, you know? And that's the big thing. If you're not ranked number one, and that's, yeah, they introduced this kind of ranking system. That's the big thing for Marie. She's like the first freshman ever rank in the top 10. So that's really fun. And again, I'm liking more of that stuff than the mystery. I wish there was more at the beginning. They showed uh, Golden Boy and they showed uh, some other superhero who's like a Deadpool Wolverine healer. They were fighting and Golden Boy like just stood on his back and like ripped his arms completely off. And I was like, oh my God, like I figured he was healing. But I'm like, if he's not, like what's going on in the school? And yes, like we said, the character heals. So he puts him on. Like, oh yeah, good fight. Like I, that's my, I think my uh, little disappointment of getting into the conspiracy so far. It's like, I wanted to see superhero games. I wanted to see like their quidditch like i wanted to see a bunch more just like show me the school with superhero stuff we even say that same thing at x-men like we want more of them in school like we want a hogwarts for x-men like we i like seeing them because all this conspiracy and fighting stuff you can get you already got that with the boys so i do mm -hmm. hope they lean a bit more into this the ranking system like we don't even know how it really works because at first it seemed like it could be power sets but then it just looks like it's more just popularity so i i would like even more just almost like class president of people like politicking and like going around like oh yeah this person should be ranked so what how are you feeling about the school so far the world like you talk about the mo's getting cored for reality show and it looks like they kind of almost like the old age where they're getting dictated to what their jobs could be as soups in the world lots of people want to be sevens but pe people like emma like nowhere on that radar for being a part of like a big superhero team and same thing with marie at first because they thought she was her powers were gross and they even were saying because oh she's not like white like like that's not really the bet like it's not the market you know like she doesn't well, do great in texas yeah, what if she has Hep C? And the same thing with Jordan, right? They say like, that's the reason they couldn't be on the seven because it's like, well, they don't test good here, here, and here. So, what do you think about the school aspect so far? Oh, well, yeah, we're seeing seeing Ashley in reference to like testing here, here, and and whatnot. Ashley always just fucking Ashley. God. Oh, I She's love that. Definitely... She's so good. <laughs> she that is. actress is so good at that role. She is good in the role. Yeah. She's definitely become more confident as a result of yeah. dealing with Homelander. But uh, seeing her talk to her subordinates always cracks me up, especially when she's talking to the dean. Like, you know, I have 400 kids, you know, not one single suicide until today <laughs> and hangs up on her. <laughs> yeah. It's some good shade. But uh, I think the school overall, it's you th you go in there and you think okay this is just a painted picture on the outside it looks great and it's clearly not because you know deep down there's a lot of really shady things going on but i'm i do enjoy the setup that they have like hey you can walk down the red carpet and they all the different divisions are basically setups for some of like our worst heroes where you have like what was it lady crimson um for the like walking down the red carpet and Oh the, yes, the, yeah. The acting and stuff like that—that's what mm -hmm. she was. And I mean, you have a scene with her and Seth Rogen, <laughs> and uh, uh, you have Lamplighter. And <laughs> fuck, you have some really, really great tributes with these statues and whatnot. So I'm really yeah. gonna kick out of it. Um, yeah. I I don't think it. It was more or less like just a facility for a foster kids i guess not more so than a school but yeah, it's cracked again very at, x mansion like at, yeah at the, at the beginning before we got to the the university gu but just seeing um the the scene where maria's walking to use the computer and that one guy with the frizzy hair the one kid he's watching that like uh, 
<laughs> the parody of Homelander. Yeah, and yeah, the, the porn bad parody. footage. <laughs> yeah. She says some line like "fuck off, loser," like "get out of here, nerd," and stuff. And yeah, yeah, they they go for a couple of those, and yeah, and that that's where again, same thing where I don't like. You know, I, I do need a bit. That's where I'm worried with the conspiracy where I feel like we got this one part where this girl has a tail and they're trying to get her more followers. So, of course, you have this one girl. I forgot her name. That was at first. I don't know what her deal is. Justine. Yeah, because at first I felt like so she's Emma's like class partner. We'll get into the reason why, but for acting and she's been in some shows, but some people think she's just like an influencer. So that's why she's popular. But at first, I did you get the vibe they're trying to pose Justine as like a love interest for Emma, like the vibes they were going off when they're studying? Or is that just me? Oh, Justine. She's a social media girl that sells her out about the vomiting and everything like That's that. That's Justine. And, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, at first in drama class, it's when uh, – I can't remember his name, but he turned yeah, the dick Emma guy, down. Yeah. yeah, the dick yeah. guy. And even um, when they are back at the dorm talking about like her getting small and her acting roles and stuff, felt like they are bonding. And then it, – It did. And if there was any sense of romance that was involved there, I mean – that's probably as far as it went that I could detect. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did every time she just pops back up, she's like, I'm sorry. But then you have the camera rolling. <laughs> yeah. Are like, you filming right now? Yeah, yeah. I just feel like, okay, like I'm not seeing any vindication here uh, or justification towards the sincerity of this apology. And, and it just kind of did derails from any sort of romantic vibes that they might've shared together. I feel yeah. like the connection is going to just be more stronger between Emma and Marie now that they've, uh, kind of rekindled that in the bathroom yeah i'm interested to see where justine goes because i feel like they do have her on purpose trying to apologize and she does multiple times so she hasn't i think crossed her territory to like complete regina george bitch status but she still is an asshole so we'll see but yeah she had this girl the tail she's like lick it like a dick and everything like that and trying to get those followers so you got that going on so we'll see i think there's still chance for her to make a turn but there's a couple like there was that one there was also i feel like a romanced um tease between marie and andre but then andre's already getting on with kate so i feel like there's a couple like seeds they're planting for future stuff and that could just because it's like high school college like so um but yeah let's let's take our probably final ad break and we'll talk about one of the more outrageous scenes the boys and uh everything that's left so we'll be right back we're back. So, like I said, the social media stuff, I'm liking that. That whole tail sequence, that was good. And then the sex scene. That's why I want more. That's why I still would have been fine with just three episodes of just pure, like, just college shenanigans. But uh, what happens is she hooks up with this guy. Uh, we didn't establish that Emma has been YouTube famous ever since she was a kid because she she goes by the name of Cricket because obviously she can get smaller. And, uh, of course, this guy, his fantasy is for uh, Cricket to be hanging off his cock and you can tell that Emma really doesn't want to do it. She's probably had this request a few times, but you know she's definitely someone that's not confident with herself. So she goes, "Okay, like I'm, I'm gonna go do it." That's how we learn that she has to throw up. Because at first, when she was getting changed, I thought she was just getting out of there. You know, I thought she was gone. And before I forget, too, I'll cycle back to this: her and Sam, Golden Boy's brother. That's like another romance. They like tease going on already because he yes. he says like, "Oh, you're pretty, but more than that, you're brave, and you seem really smart." Like he was was like trying to make a point that oh it's not just your looks and i love did you notice what she was wearing in that scene when she broke into the facility to break him out well i don't know if it, what it's supposed to be referencing to i just remember it had like big buttons like like suspender i'm pretty things. sure it's like a poly pocket they, they probably wouldn't call it poly pocket but like a poly pocket set that poly pockets like you get these little dolls that size and you could put on like rubber clothes my sister used to have oh. them yeah and because her top was like rubber so i love that when she's that small she has to wear like toy clothes just to get around and everything so i thought that was really fun and clever and um anyways well so there's two scenes i guess with her i want to talk about and i I guess we can just talk about this one now is they broke in there because sam's brother or golden boy's brother they got to break him out she lied to him saying that her brother golden boy or his brother was still alive so that's going to cause some drama later on and Sam seems like he's kind of a... She didn't really reiterate that he's alive. She just was going along a train like, he sent me in here to get you. She go, She boarded the train, though. She was the one that gave the idea, oh, your brother sent me. You know, she wasn't... She you got to like, pick your battles. That's definitely not the right time to, like, this unstable man 
tell him that, hey, your brother died. Yes, but at the same time, is it going to be worse later on when he finds out that she lied to him and he's thinking this whole time he's going to see his brother and he's not, you know, like that could make it 10 times worse and he could lose it on her, the team, you know, so not as good. But So they had to bust him out and he knew all the codes. We get a very big scene, which I like. I thought I I assume at some point they're going to do more of like the Thanos butthole jokes and stuff. But there was a security guard broke in. She decided to take this guy out. I'm assuming was her first kill. And I feel like they should talk about that more next week because she seemed pretty cool with it. But the episode ended right away. So maybe she'll be traumatized. But yeah, she went in this guy's ear and just dug through his brain. I appreciate that she came on the other side just completely covered in blood. And then a bunch more people came out. So uh, we'll, we'll cycle back to that sex scene. I'm sorry. But what did you think about uh, this kind of last of three where you got this brain kill? You got the Sam character who, yeah, we're rooting for him because it seems like he's been held against his will. But at the same time, seems like he's a, a loose cannon. And the episode ended with uh, security coming in on them and obviously cliffhanger. But I'm sure they'll get out. Yeah, I thought she was just going to kind of bounce out of there and not do anything with the guy. And... Oh, it just stresses me out. I, it stresses me out when you see young folks in these situations doing things they shouldn't be doing. And just one, maybe that's the problem with, with young adults these days is they get one teeny bit of affection. And that affection could be an absolute joke or a scam or something along those lines. But it's to them, it's the whole world at their fingertips. And it turns into just being this bullshit. And they get used. And kids just get used, used, used. And it's so unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So when I watch this, this stuff, it stresses me out. Because I do really like Emma. And she is brave. And she's a powerhouse. But she's totally just being taken advantage of in this situation. And I hate that so very much. So... Mm-hmm. Yes, we have this very wild scene of her just like on top of the guy's <laughs> on his cock, and she like loses her grip and falls and like like lands on his that practicalness of oh! yeah of his falls and the penis. Like I'm like I've, I must not watch, but like, I have to show you this because it's just like they make it look so good and so realistic that she's this actual little person like riding this little penis and just stuff when he's like oh kick me in the balls and and, yeah and she's kicking it and you got the sound effect like oh my goodness just so fucking just outrageous doesn't top the small penis scene from last year of the guy in the penis but it's basically on that level so yeah it's just crazy it's absolutely crazy um Mm -hmm. when she goes to do the breakout session and sam just puts the cup all around her and thinks that she's uh hallucination i really like the test and whatnot and i like how her response is like oh you know what's your favorite movie well you're like a typical white guy a white male so star wars uh godfather or what was the other one i can't um, remember what the other one was but it was something that tracked with that so yeah water world definitely surprised me though as yeah his, well, yeah as his pick uh, and shout outs to just a quick thing on all the projects that they mentioned because like oh I was in a season of, like Chicago Fire I played this patient and other people were like oh yeah I was in uh, like they just were naming off shows left right and center that mm-hmm. they've they've been in which was just making me laugh but uh, yeah all in all I think Emma scenes are great and I, I like seeing her kind of go full hero mode at the end wearing her Polly Pocket clothing um, mm-hmm. yeah it was just it was really neat and I'm excited to see what she does in the situation where she's got like six armed gunmen all around her the gunmen just get like they're bad people obviously but they're just really getting the shaft because they're just so expendable and just getting killed oh yeah especially when kate's like you're going to do this to this flashlight <laughs> to the well, other yeah, yeah like <laughs> like like kate's powers i love because they are they have she's like has the rogue aesthetic with the gloves but it's not so much that she can't touch people she can it's just that she doesn't want that so people will know she's not using her power because yeah her power is very much like a a purple man from jessica jones where she can influence anybody and just like when they're at this moment there's a couple times where yeah some guy's an asshole some kid and then she's like oh for the next like few days like go get a baseball bat, go on the court, hit yourself with the nuts every hour and yell Jumanji. Mm-hmm. So you got that going on and they do it. And then you had this one at the end of, like you said, third episode where the, all of a sudden this, these security guards are here and one guard is like, you know, get down, get down. And then the other guard starts to go like, I want you to wet this flashlight and then I'm going to fuck your like 
brown starfish till you can't walk and then something like that and he's like what and then kate comes up behind like yeah you should do that so you just cut to them the guards like this guy just this girl's pretending to have a cock with this flashlight and then he's going down on her you could just say pass out you don't need to do these these are like the boy shenanigans (laughs) but um yeah i like kate i'm i guess i'm interested where she's gonna go Uh, same thing with things moving fast i got what they're putting down with andre that there was some sort of attraction but i was surprised that they had them hook up like already at the end of episode Mm -hmm. two so again there's stuff that i just feel that they've moved very fast on and that can make me think that either there's some bigger stuff coming or uh some of these characters might die off and they want to do things or i just hope that near the back half we don't get a bunch of episodes where like oh like i don't think they'll be boring but stuff where oh there's not too much developments they could have saved this i get it because the first episodes they want to grip people but i i'm liking kate's power set her character seems fun and andre i like too where he was i think number two and then when golden boy passed away he was one right he got up and he was supposed he's gonna be on the broadcast with marie he was supposed to be like the next it guy but then he didn't show up marie did and i like so far that he's a character because his dad's like what the fuck are you doing and he's like well i'm just trying to be like a hero because it is supposed to be the point of school right it's not the point of school but that's what they pitch it as right so you could be a hero mm-hmm. be a part of the seven etc and he's wanting to do that he's wanting to get down to the bottom of this so i appreciate that where it kind of seemed like he's a little jockey but he's still friendly enough he was still nice enough to marie so he's not like a complete dick jock and he is just trying to save people in the sense of you know he lost his best friend so you know he's gonna try his best so so far i'm liking all the characters even characters that have shades of gray i'm interested in them and want to see where they go so um another thing i want to touch upon before i forget so when you have the uh interview night because you mentioned that andre doesn't show up to that andre instead opts to go and check out brinks's office yeah. Now, do you find it weird why they did not remove the laptop sooner and they just waited for that moment in the evening? Like, upon death, do you think they would have just gone in and cleared the office out? Yeah, I think so. Land. With the way Vaught, I think the only way you could try, I can try to headcanon it is that golden boy doing that and losing his shit was such a big event that they had to deal with all the press of that after but i still think yeah they would have had someone kind of ransack his laptop and because it did feel a little easy especially with this guy seemingly being a part of the woods and being a part of some shady stuff i think they would have but you could just like i said chalk that too they were very busy and vaught's kind of like off their game they're making mistakes left and right you know it's not the it's not the vaught that john carlo esposito was running for decades there's a lot of holes in this system multiple ways so maybe they're just not working with their a tier guards you know or they forgot about it or who knows but yeah i agree with you it was a little easy to okay you gotta get in there and get the info even him hiding it was strange that like his phone went off no one really hurt like it vibrated i feel like they would have heard that they didn't even check under the desk like very i guess you could say that too that's just maybe it's a lower tier security team because it is like the school it's not actual vault building so Mm -hmm. maybe these are like the scrubs but uh, yeah there's some some hand waving i think there so yeah yeah anything else to bring up for characters plot points uh i i love how just things can just go sideways so fast in so many different ways for example andre's in the club he's like hey like best case scenario you go home with me worst case scenario we go dance have a good time and he's like i'll get this uh, little bird glass bird whatever it was or metal bird into that person's cup and he's like just moving it and then gets nudged just slits someone's jugular yeah. open like fuck god yeah. damn and again uh, that's the high obviously that was like a big time hijinks because that's someone's life but that's what i was that reminded me very much of x-men when you had pyro and x2 like showing off like look at the fire i can make and things so i i enjoyed that like oh i can get this in this guy's cup and so much like move and then he destroys this woman's neck so and they just leave don't even try to save so again that's like some good stuff for him where that first episode he left like a coward and now he's trying to do the right thing i don't think they've really tied that together but i think you can kind of read between the lines of okay there is uh you know that that's why he he chose there's one time he could have been a hero he he chose not to be so now he's trying to make up for it you know and and plus like his best friend died too so maybe put some stuff in perspective but i hope well, we get more shenanigans like that 
a lot of perspective because when he was walking to that interview, he just sees like a chunk of his friend, like his flesh. Oh the, my god! The ground, yeah. like yeah, just brutal. Which was just a crazy scene because I thought I thought it was cool. He's like flame on. He flew up. It was like oh, this is super neat. <laughs> I I thought like is the flame gonna, really? Like, he apologized before you thought. What do you think? Was I gonna... didn't. I didn't think he was gonna kill himself. I thought he was just gonna fly away and he would come back later. But yeah, he flew up and I thought oh, his flame is gonna extinguish and he's just gonna fall to the ground and or something. But no, he just. Fuck it. He blew exploded. himself up. Yeah. yeah, which I was not expecting. I thought it was that, or I thought he was going to try to come down and kill them all, and then he would be stopped. Because just because he apologized, I didn't know what he was doing. But, uh, yeah, no, Golden Boy uh, killed himself and was uh, was gone, you know. So, shout out. And I'm sure we'll get some more flashbacks, but shout out to uh, Golden Boy. He was supposed to – they had the, the suit all ready for him. That was the whole thing too. Anytime he used his power, he was naked. So they said like, oh, America has to stop seeing your balls. So it did – it's funny and that's why I am curious, right, where he's literally called Golden Boy. He has the suit. The suit looked very, very Homelander-esque. Mm -hmm. There is a thing where I'm very curious and that's the whole thing, right, where Homelander – people don't want to turn against him because they think they could – you know, he'll just kill everybody. That could be the case. But I think there is this general sense that Vought and even at times with Giancarlo were worried about Homelander and what he might do. So I feel like there is this sense that between that trial thing and between them being like, oh, you could be a seven them propping him up. I think when we get back to the boys, there might be a general we want to replace Homelander, even if and I think what could the pitch could be the Homelander. They might say that he has to not join this, like he has to leave the seven, but he won't go to prison and they won't kill him. They'll just let him go, like, go live your life. And that could be the trial, right, of like a kind of a, like a manslaughter or me in the middle. And this that's what I think they're kind of setting up is the beginning of Boy season four. It'll be, hey, Homelander, let's just get you out of there on your own terms. Like uh, you're stepping down and cause the pressure you've done so many good service, let's do this. But then he's going to snap and not want to do that. But that costume just looked like it was a Homelander S costume. So it looked like they're working on a replacement and he's like, he's a good looking young kid. He's blonde, you know, like he had that type of Homelander look of like they could market mm -hmm. him. So I feel like that's what I was reading between the lines that on the boys, I wouldn't get to it. Homelander's, they're priming him to be replaced. Who knows? They could maybe even just kicked him out of the seven, right? When we pick up season four, he might just be out. They didn't say that. He does it. It doesn't matter if he's in seven or not. He can still go on his rampage and kill everybody. He doesn't have to be part of the group. So he could easily already be out at this point. We don't know. That's true. And I mean, there's a lot of members of the seven that have left. You got Black Noir, you got Starlight, you got Queen Maeve. I uh, forgot Maeve like faked her death or whatever. I completely, yeah. I so got to rewatch the boys before, but there's a lot of openings for new, true. new yeah. team members right now. And Homelander too, if he leaves. Yeah. He just looks like the Homelander equivalent, right? Of like the cape and everything, but obviously Golden Boy didn't work out and We'll see what happens there, and we'll see what happens with our new mm -hmm. cast of characters. Anything else? Uh, one more thing. Mm -hmm. When you have Jordan fighting Golden Boy, you get this. Yeah. You get a really, really cool fight sequence in the hallway of the school. But then Golden Boy just he's flamed on, and Jordan winds up for a really heavy hit, and it's it's like a slow mo sequence because Jordan goes in and punches, and it's just like right on Golden Boy's cock. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, oh my goodness! There's like a brief cut to Golden Boy, and he's like, oh, but he's back in it. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, lots of stuff with the cock. You got that. You got the sex scene. There was that tape hidden in the cock and stuff, which was oh, strange yeah. that he he was high. That's what I mean. Like he was high. I just feel like I'm waiting to see more flashbacks. I just feel like Golden Boy didn't try enough before he decided to just go rogue and kill him and everybody. And even then, it was strange because like he kills Clancy Brown and Marie comes in and Marie's like, "Hey, I'm not gonna say anything. Like fuck him. Like I will not tell a soul." But it's just like Clancy Brown's like burnt to shreds like even if they would have said like yeah i didn't see it. like it's clearly it was golden boy like there's and i it's fine the scene progressed but it's like there's no way to hide this so i'm hoping because there are tapes and flashbacks happening with golden boy that maybe they show something like he tried to because he was in the first episode very he was talking to marie about it's not everything it seems to be like he was hinting towards her so i would like if the characters may reflect and think about some times where golden boy was trying to hint to them and he never mm -hmm. picked it up because he left this tape like fucking, you know, uh, goddamn Jamie Kennedy in the Scream series. So I just feel like 
how come we didn't try any harder? But maybe we'll see that they are just so uh, brainwashed. And I forgot to also mention the other character we saw from the boys here was the director. He's teaching a film school. I can't mm. remember what they said, but they said he's in director's hell right now. Because we're like, isn't this guy did the seven? Like, yeah, but something he happened pulled his now. Pulled dick out on some, uh, in front of someone or something. Oh, right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they kind of insinuated like it was a, like a Joss Whedon, like, uh, uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> they've made that joke before that he's like kind of jaw Sweden, right? That's so I true. feel like, again, they're trying to insinuate stuff. And uh, yeah, he's in trouble. And again, he's saying he always delivers this piece of shit type of character. So uh, yeah, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. And do you think the last point when Marie saying she would have kept the secret, do you think she would have said anything? Because I think she was telling the truth 100% that she was going to not she, say a word. She totally would not have said a word. Yeah. She, if it meant that she, like, yeah. she wouldn't have been expelled. It, she would have been expelled. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So t- she would have kept her word. And she's like, fuck this guy. So, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens next week. Like I said, it ended with the big SWAT come in. I I wonder if that means Emma's going to be caught as well, because they came in and they just had the shot of Emma being like, oh, my God. But again, that doesn't mean the SWAT see her. She is small, right? Like, of course, they'll see the brain at split, but they could just think that was Sam, right? You could easily pick mm-hmm. up next episode where she's on the run somewhere. So I'll be curious if that happens. And then if Emma's in there, I feel like the other heroes are going to have to get in there. And I guess that is the thing now. It is kind of strange where when we get to next week, we're already halfway through the season because it's only eight episodes, right? Oh, so Jesus. That's yeah, crazy. we're already halfway. So Anyways, at some point next week, we'll be back talking about Gen V episode four. Let us know your theories the in the Discord. If you're in the, I don't think we have a Gen V channel because I don't know how many people watch it, but drop something there, market spoiler, YouTube, Twitter, everything. If you've got any theories, let us know. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week and it will not be boring. Bye bye.